Hello and welcome to another episode of Positive Sum. Uh, this is going to be the third installment of the Valero case study in which I introduce a new topic, social capital. I just recently learned about it in one of my classes and have done some preliminary research about the topic, the concept I should say, and it is quite fundamental um, to what I'm doing here, what I'm talking about here. And especially in terms of what uh, I am trying to explore regarding Valero. So, social capital is fundamental to uh, how I envision um, this idea of positive sum. Uh, traditionally, um, from what I've learned in school, there is a debate about how human capital is the driver of growth. While that is partly true, in a finite world with finite resources, uh, social capital is a better goal to drive economic prosperity over the long term. And so... Social capital drives markets, I think, because it shifts our perception of the value of things. Social capital is what matters in terms of sustainability to ensure a thriving society. Traditionally, we have run things in a siloed way where each one of us does our own thing as individuals. And this can cause some very big problems from a human perspective because we are social beings. While it is somewhat efficient to run things in a siloed way, you miss, miss out on a lot of social capital because everyone's sort of in a conveyor belt type of situation, doing their own thing, not really exchanging information. And so, a purely, and then in contrast to the human capital, we have physical capital. A purely physical capital approach to economic growth is also not sustainable unless we practice a circular economy. And even then, there are limits to the kind of growth we can have. Because you can reuse and recycle as much as you want, but there is always only going to be so much steel on Earth or, I don't know, aluminum on Earth. Right. And so instead of the growth of social, uh, instead of the growth of either human capital or physical capital um, as our only dimension, we should also uh, or only dimensions, we should also include social capital because social capital is infinite. I think um, what we do as people is limited, is unlimited when we work together and also our sustainability-oriented issues or unsustainable issues are going to be, um, I think, are quite uh, associated with the lack of uh, prioritizing um, social capital. And that involves really creating better relationships through building trust with one another in a 
compassionate, empathetic sort of way. Uh, instead, we, we view people that are different from us as, as the enemy to a certain degree, people who think differently from us as a threat. And instead, they should be seen as opportunities um, and potential uh, opportunities for growth improving our current situations rather than threats that could uh, disrupt and create risk that then frustrates us essentially so these are some ideas i've had over um after just finding out about social capital a week ago making it a essential piece of my attention so far <laughs> recently um and so it's just really cool i think um it's it's the term i've been searching for and it, it makes it less technical than like defining everything in terms of reciprocations um now the end goal is really optimizing our social capital we can kind of extend this to the triple bottom line uh, and the discussion around Valero we have been having. Um, essentially, essentially, we can think of physical capital as uh, stuff we uh, engage with through planetary um, resources, right? Physical capital in one sense can be the assets we accrue, um, the, the concrete physical things that we own. Um, but to anybody, like ultimately to the manufacturer, the miner, that physical capital is crude oil or uh, raw coal right it's not processed it hasn't gone through the supply chain as far and so that's that's where i'm starting at i'm starting at like the 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 first step of the supply chain when i talk about physical capital and the impact on our planet physical capital is loosely related to the planet side of the triple bottom line um, human capital is related to the people side of the triple bottom line as well as social capital is and so human capital is really the skills that each of us individually have um, the know-how the capabilities um, the variety of skill sets so certain people are more quantitative others are a little bit more qualitative in their uh, skill set some are more logically based um, others are more um, empathetically based uh, in their skill set now what makes a, a person ideal depends on the situation at, at hand um, but ultimately interpersonal skills are necessary to develop social capital right and having a focused approach a focused leadership approach when that in involves empathy and in emotional intelligence really um, creates the necessary level of interpersonal trust to create uh, strong networks.
strong network ties, as well as weak network ties that allow you to rely on people you may not be close with, but are able to uh, transfer information with uh, in order to do some really cool things. And ultimately, when we talk about sustainability, um, we want to make sure that the opportunities and outcomes associated with physical capital and social capital are relatively stable over time. Um, I don't want to have the possibility, the high likelihood that um, someone will stab me in the back from a social capital standpoint. I don't want to have the high likelihood that we run out of energy resources from a physical standpoint and have shortages every other year. I don't want to have that happen. Um, and then from a human capital standpoint, I don't want to have to have people that can't develop the skills they need in order to have successful careers. So all of that really because of framing it in this way, the planet side and the people side of the triple bottom line is quite powerful and interrelated because these processes inform a company's profits, right? And so I talked about last week really how the social side and the environmental side of things may not be competitive because these processes need to exist in a collaborative way in order to not um, suffer from a tragedy of the commons and to ensure adequate levels of trust necessary for um, physical capital and social capital and human capital to increase over time or at least increase in their value over time which then produces, ideally, a much richer, prosperous country and society. And this is how I'm going to be judging Valero, because over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to do a deep dive into their business in a much, much more comprehensive way than I have been so far. Anyways, thank you again for listening. I appreciate your time, and I will see you again soon.